Welcome to the Improvising Life Podcast, where we explore how life can be more livable. This is Lori Robin, your host. In today's episode, we're going to be starting part one of a six-part series. This is going to be going through the tools of improvising. So today's episode is going to be about yes-anding. So in true life is going to life fashion, as I'm recording this and listening to the replay, I am noticing that there's some static in the background and everything I've tried to navigate that is not correcting it. So this is going to be sort of a working episode of literally practicing what yes and looks like. So yes is really the practice of making room for life to be lived in real time, right? And so I am yesing and acknowledging the fact that this audio quality on this episode is not gonna be that great. And I'm also then going to honor what comes with that, you know, like sharing this out, normalizing that you're gonna be experiencing that, um, but not letting it deter me from recording this episode because the information's ready to come out, I'm ready to connect with you all. And so, you know, life is really literally giving me a, a chance to improvise right now and share it out with you. So we're going to roll with that. And so, again, improvising is based off of applied improv. And so an improv, yes, and really is that fundamental practice in improv of, of being connected and in a relationship with who you're improvising with. And so in this sense of improvising, we're improvising with life. And so at its simplest... Yes, anding provides room for a breath. So, as I realized there was audio issues with this file, I went ahead and took a breath because I was yesing. I said, okay, this is happening. Now, what access to choice do I have? Because at its raddest, yes, anding provides us with access to choices that we want to make. So, before I was able to improvise with life, I would have immediately shut down and probably been like, F it, I'm not recording this episode, I'm done with the whole podcast, it'll never work again, you know, I've been able, like, in a place of really catastrophizing things, because that was really how I learned through life, and and from caregivers, and, and just seeing other people react to life, that that was sort of what we were supposed to do when something came up, and so with access to choice, I was able to say, okay, let me try something out, can I restart the computer, can I plug and unplug the microphone. So I had these different options. And so I was able to go ahead and explore those options and decide after those efforts that I'm still going to be sharing this session with you. And I want to clarify something that yes does not mean that we're accepting, enabling, or condoning everything that happens, right? This is not a a way to bypass and gaslight ourselves and others. But what it is, again, is acknowledging that life is happening, right? Something is happening. So we're acknowledging the experience that we're having. The and comes in play to honor what comes with it, right? So yes, about technical difficulties. And what am I feeling about that? A little frustrated, a little confused. And then also a little indifferent of that's cool, it's going to happen. And I still overall want to be recording this. And it also feels really important to normalize that it can be really weird to and at first. Because what even is coming up for us, right? We're so often in a place of adulting on autopilot of of just everything is is really happening um, in repetition. So 
my dad used to always say, same shit, different day, right? And so it's not until something startles us awake that we're suddenly like, whoa, I'm noticing something. And so we can become very averse to awareness because it usually means something set us off. And so in that normalizing that, it can be hard to know what's coming up. What are some first steps that we can explore? And that's where the and really comes in. And so the message that came through um, when I was preparing for this session was this idea of how can we make room to feel, reveal, peel, and heal. (laughs) So all of those rhyming words. And what that really feels like it means and the message that wants to come through is The ending creates that space to feel, right? So what emotions are coming up? What sensations am I feeling? What memories are coming up? Did this remind me of some other time something happened? And then perhaps what does that reveal? Is this something that I have a lot of experience with? Is this something that feels new and I feel unprepared for it? I can also really reveal what sort of capacity do we have to be in that moment, right? Is perhaps taking a break best? Am I forcing through something? Will there be a more supportive option? And then we can also check in. Does it feel like I want to do a little more exploration here? And if so, maybe we can start to peel back some of these layers and ask ourselves, and what does it feel like right now wants to, to happen, right? Do I want relief? Do I want comfort? Was there a time where I tried to ask for support and I didn't get what I was looking for? Is this something that feels like I do want some time and to let it breathe more? Is it something that wants to be addressed right now? You know, it it gives us, um, again, I I like to think of a lot of things as a game board. It gives us more pieces to play with. It gives us different areas to explore. And then perhaps we get to this place of healing. And healing can be a word that's very weaponized, tokenized, um, trivialized, a lot of eyes. <laughs> but what if in, if this, in this space of playing and improvising, healing can just mean that I was not only able to acknowledge what my feelings were, my needs were, but I was able to come to a consensus that felt like I had access to choice, right? I was able to figure out my needs, to try to advocate for them, And then also, you know, be prepared to yes and in case those needs aren't met, you know. And so it can end up being this um, evolution of how flexing this muscle of yes anding equips us for life to be more livable in terms of being able to have something other than our automatic reaction possible. Because so much of life, um, especially the adulting type things like going to work, paying your bills, um, taking care of a home, keeping relationships together, all of those things can feel very monotonous, that we actually lose connection or access to the parts that make it so enjoyable or livable, really, that this idea that there can be moments that move you, moments that spark your curiosity, moments where you're actually able to laugh with yourself of, whoa, did you see, you know, the way that I, my shopping cart almost ran into my car and I stopped it just in time with my foot. You know, these moments where um, there can be some levity. And so when we're able to access that space, it breaks up what can feel like a, a very sort of sticky sediment feeling of things are just happening everything is the same um, because it's almost like in, in the effort of an expectation of adulting, you know, we, we lose connection to our youthfulness and youthfulness to me is really the idea that 
when we are young and little people, we have this different way of interacting with things. You know, we ask questions, we get curious, we play, we imagine. We have a different approach to different situations. And also can be yes and to normalize that we were made throughout life to lose that ability to start to judge it and to start to go to more of a cookie cutter response to things, right? So we had help getting to that place, which was something we briefly talked about last episode. Um, But again, yes ending is a way to sort of receive help with reworking that relationship with life and really feeling like it's something that's more collaborative and something where like we can actually freak out out of our light because we're seeing the cutest puppy we've seen in days you know like we can suddenly realize like actually this batch of brownies tastes so much better than I expected even though I did the same thing as the last time I made them but I'm actually sitting with them I'm not thinking about the emails I have to get to right I'm yes ending this moment of like yes I have these emails and there's this deadline coming up and right now I'm tearing up this pan of brownies and it is like the best part of my week so far you know we're able to again change what normalcy is for us like what if normalcy is less about what's proper or what's right and wrong and it actually is normalizing the human experience and the human experience is one of feelings and sensations and interaction curiosity Moments when we're like, what are we doing? But able to have a different way of relating with ourselves. Um, And so that's like the message that wants to come through right now too. Part of what makes life feel so unlivable beyond the systemic, super problematic structures and practices, which we are going to go through and explore and name in other episodes It's also the way that those systemic structures and the forced societal expectations of really um, being on this adulting and autopilot role, like those are the things that make life really hard to live because you're not only navigating really fucked up systems, but you're also supposed to act like they don't impact you. So what if actually living a, a more livable life is about calling out the things that are impacting you, having that relationship with them, like literally yes anding them, Yes, in terms of putting a name to them and then anding them by saying, this is the impact that I have. This is the desired change that I would like. This is the support that I need. And so we're going to, you know, I know we started this episode with talking about the tech issue, but we're going to um, spend a few moments now applying this to something that I think happens um, for most of us, right? And (laughs) my husband and I really joke often that this is the hardest part of adulting. And it is deciding what to eat for dinner every day. And so one way that we have been practicing yes anding this mealtime is actually acknowledging what we know we don't want first. So it's yesing our aversions or yesing the things that sound off-putting or boring or overdone, you know. And by yesing that suddenly, it's almost like it pulls back the curtains. And so lately what we've been doing, a lot of the yesing is like... I know that I don't want anything um, that is going to be very greasy because, you know, I am pregnant and right now grease or fried food, except for french fries, is not sitting well with me. So when I'm acknowledging that and then he's sharing out, we can sort of see where we have overlap and then also where there's room for us to come to a consensus. And so 
that process has been a way for us to really cut down our decision making of what do we eat from literally almost an hour, an hour and a half each night, which then leaves me hangry because we're just taking way too long to decide. We're both Virgos, so you can imagine. Um, to being maybe like a 15 minute process, which gives us back over an hour of our life, our energy, our time together, um, keeps me out of hangriness while also being pregnant. And so, you know, while it seems like perhaps a trivial or like low stakes thing to practice it with, it's actually the more we practice yes anding throughout our smaller moments in life, the more that muscle feels flexed to really use that tool as we navigate the larger things. So permission here to explore perhaps something that you um, sort of feel tension with that comes up frequently. So in that example, it was dinner time. What do we have um, for you? Perhaps that's how do I sit through this traffic on my way to work? Um, how do I navigate a complicated relationship with a coworker? You know, whatever that looks like for you. Or really, it's just like, how do I just come to terms with the fact that I'm feeling like I don't really have a connection to myself anymore? Like, who the fuck even am I? What is life? You know, it could be anything that you're encountering and spending some time yes ending it. So again, the yes creates the space to just take a breath and to acknowledge what you're experiencing and comes in to honor what comes with that experience. So are there certain needs that you see are coming up? Do you need time away? Do you want to take action towards something? So practicing yes anding and practicing grace too of that. It might feel awkward at first. You might feel a little stuck and that's totally okay. And that's also where hopefully um, you have access to feeling like it, I'm approachable and <laughs> you can reach out to because um, I definitely believe it's important that if I'm going to introduce something as a potential thing to explore, that coming to the source of that inquiry um, is accessible too. So if you have questions, please reach out. That really is what this podcast is about is building that community and just giving permission to human, right? Because human happens and in embracing that and practicing those human moments, that's how life becomes more livable. I want to thank you for tuning in for this episode and also for all the support with those who listened to the first two episodes since they were launched. This has been really exciting for me and I've appreciated the feedback I've received so far. And it really does feel like we're improvising together. So in this episode, we did go over yes and. And the next episode will be part two of our Improviding Tools series. And we'll be going over, if so, what else? If you'd like to connect or reach out, you can find me on Instagram at improvide.with.lori. You can also email me at improviding101 at gmail.com. And if you feel like liking and subscribing, that's always encouraged too. I hope you have a razzle-dazzle day. And as always, if that's not accessible, feel free to slap an F on front and have a frazzle-dazzle day. And we're going to close out our time together by me laughing. Um, because as I went back and listened to the audio, the fuzziness really cut out and wasn't a thing for the bulk of the, <laughs> the episode. But we're going to... Um, share this episode it was totally great how it is so just laughing with myself and inviting you to laugh too um, that sometimes things 
show up as problems for us to practice navigating them. And afterwards we realize, oh, you know what, that doesn't impact me the way that I thought or perhaps other people. So thank you for sharing this very human moment with me. And next time you're experiencing a very human moment, know that I'm with you.